Thank you for joining Katie Feeney's Sing My Soul podcast, a daily pause to connect to your soul and hear the song that's within you. For many years of my life, I was part of the parish mission team of the Archdiocese of New York. It was a group of priests, sisters, and lay people who gave missions, week-long retreats, in the parishes all over New York, and I was part of over 200 parish missions there. Most of the preaching was done through stories, and on Thursdays, I'll be telling some of the stories, moments of faith and doubt, life and death, and everything in between. This first story is about my great-aunt, Aunt Annie. She was my mother's father's sister, and he was one of 14 siblings. Two of his other sisters had entered the convent, the Josephites in Brentwood, Long Island, but Aunt Annie had a heart for the missions. When she told her mother, my great-great-grandmother, that she wanted to enter Mary Knoll, a missionary order, her mother said, Oh, can't you enter Brentwood like Lizzie and Dolorine? She said that because she knew that in those days, when you went on mission, you usually never came back. Travel just didn't allow it. But that was not where Aunt Annie's heart was. So she entered Mary Knoll, became Sister Dominic, and in the early 1920s was in one of the first groups to go over to China on mission. She studied Mandarin in Hong Kong and taught school there, but then she went up to the missions in Manchuria, where she lived and ministered for many years. During World War II, when the Japanese invaded Manchuria, the American Marinol missionaries were taken prisoners of war. Aunt Annie came back to this country during the war in a prisoner of war exchange and spent the rest of her life in the infirmary and then the nursing home at Mary Knoll in Ossining, New York. I'm so grateful to have known her. I come from a big Irish family, 47 first cousins, just on my mother's side and another 20 or so on my father's side. We would have big gatherings at holidays and regular family reunions. Aunt Annie would come to the reunions, and there was always a group of us cousins literally sitting at her feet and listening to her stories. This is one of the stories I heard her tell many times. It was from her time up in Manchuria. Aunt Annie had instructed a woman in the faith, and the woman had recently been baptized when some villagers came to the convent. Something was wrong. She couldn't figure out what, but they ran to this woman's house. As she entered the house, Aunt Annie found the woman rather calm, but determined. The woman said to her, If heaven is so great, 
and God is so good, then I want to go now. I'm going to kill myself. And she meant it. As she would tell the story, Aunt Annie always said at this point that she didn't know what to say. So she prayed to the Holy Spirit to give her the words. This is what she said to her. If your neighbor down the way was giving a dinner and hadn't invited you, would you go? The woman said, no, of course not. So Aunt Annie said, well, why wouldn't you go? And the woman said, there would be no place for me. And at this point in the story, Aunt Annie would always use the Mandarin word for place setting and motion with her hands as if she were setting a table. Because in a Chinese dinner, each place is set individually for the guest with something special for them. So the woman said, there would be no place for me. And Aunt Annie then replied, well, Jesus is preparing a place for you. Can you wait for him to invite you? The woman thought for a moment and said, okay, I'll wait. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it's usually pretty simple. I often pray for that woman because when she said, okay, I'll wait, she was really saying yes to God. She was acknowledging that the invitation to eternal life is not hers to give or to take. She was saying that she would trust God to get her through whatever would happen as she waited. Life was already difficult for a woman in Manchuria, but during the war, the people suffered greatly. I'm sure there were tough times to go through before she heard that invitation to the heavenly banquet. But as I pray for her, I imagine her and Aunt Annie celebrating together at their special places at the table. My Uncle Tom told me a sequel to Aunt Annie's story that I'd like to share with you. He was my mother's oldest brother and a career army colonel at the time of his retirement in 1967. His last assignment was as commanding officer of a brigade in the jungles of Vietnam. As he put it, it was a dangerous mission and he was losing a lot of good men. One day, he was writing a letter home to his mother, my grandmother, when something made him stop, put that letter aside for a moment, and write to Aunt Annie. He asked her to pray, and to get all the sisters praying for the safety of his men. The first miracle was that in two weeks, he got a letter back from Aunt Annie, telling him that they were praying the rosary every day for him and his men. The second miracle was that from that day on, 
until Uncle Tom retired, not one man was killed in action. He even told a harrowing story of when he was in the thick of the jungle, his gunny was shot through the neck. Uncle Tom had his hand on the wound, putting pressure, and the soldier was evac'd out. The next week, when Uncle Tom was giving out the medals in the hospital, there was this young man, sitting up in bed. He was all right. Another miracle. One of the great things was that all the men knew that Aunt Annie and the sisters were praying for them. When the next officer took over at Uncle Tom's retirement, he asked him to please have the sisters keep praying. And of course they did. God is good all the time. We just have to tap into that grace. Thank you for joining me in this podcast episode. Check out my website at katiefeeney.com for links to my online albums at SoundCloud, my meditation and rosary apps in the Apple Store. I also have a Patreon page, a way you can help support the podcast.